Welcome to the third episode of the Dude Spake a Dude podcast. Wait, pod- wait, wait, hold on. Bye, bye. Hmm? What's it? Why do we say spanking and not spanking? Like, why do we cut the G off like that? Okay, so here's what you do. Imagine a really hot guy who's coming to give you a spanking. You did something bad. Okay. Is he going to walk up to oh. you and say, you, sir, are going to get a spanking? <laughs> or is he going to go, uh-huh. you, get your ass over here. You're getting a spanking. Oh. I, I... Yeah, so... Oh. So, like, a spanking. A spanking. It's hotter. It's just, that's it. It's hotter. It's hotter to say spanking than spanking. Try it. Try it when you're threatening someone, and, and you'll see. You've earned yourself a spanking, boy. Yep. Okay, so now that we've established that spanking is sexier and more manly, mm. let's get down to business. Let's get down to business to defeat <laughs> the Huns. Brian, no. No. Sorry. You're getting... Yeah, yeah, you need a, you need a spanking for that. Right. Not another one. <laughs> so, uh, welcome to the third episode of the Dude Spanking Dudes podcast, a podcast that is not about the current mid-century modern design revival, nor is it a podcast about the best gluten-free dessert recipes on Pinterest, but rather this is a podcast about dudes who are spanking dudes and dudes who are being spanked by other dudes, and some of them are still a little bit sensitive from their last spankings. Ow. <laughs> yes. This podcast is hosted by two dudes. Hey, I'm Brian, also known as Croup or Soup Goblin. And I am Scott, also known online as Red SPK Scott. This is our third podcast, and we have had some amazing responses. Um, and amazing things happened in the... It's... it's, it's it felt like so much stuff has happened since our last podcast. I know. We've been busy, both of us. Yes, we have been busy, and and I guess two things to bring up immediately. One, um, and I'll, I'll let maybe you, Brian, explain it a little bit. Um, we're, we're, we're going back on something the that we established. Schedule thing, yeah. <laughs> schedule thing. Yeah, real life came into play right after we, we recorded and posted that last podcast, and it doesn't seem like we're going to be able to stick to the twice a month format. Yeah, but we're we're already backing down on this. It's mostly my fault because I realized that with my schedule, it wouldn't actually be feasible to do it twice a month. So, but I mean, we're still trying to stick to at least once a month, and maybe depending how things go, like week to week, we may do more. But we're still trying to at least do once a month. Yeah, yeah. So if you haven't, um. If you, if you haven't been to our SoundCloud page or haven't been to our Tumblr pages, do that so that you can so you'll know immediately whenever we post a new podcast. Um, I have to work on. I, I did not realize the system for getting us onto iTunes, and I'll try and dealing with it. It's all very complicated in RSS feeds and stuff that I'm completely unfamiliar with, but I'll work on. Um, and so that'll hopefully make it easier for people to listen to us on their phones and. and uh, and stuff like that, but yeah. And then the second thing is, we have had so much happen over the past week um, that this episode is going to break from the format that we, the structure that we had set up, and it's going to be entirely about real dudes baking real dudes this time. Um, we are going to talk about this baking party because uh, what happened in this baking party kind of very much contributed to all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to push back. We we had planned discussions on baking art and comics and things like that and 
and wrestling and, and how hot it is to incorporate spanking into wrestling. We're going to push those back to our next podcast. So. For the second time. We're, we're never going to talk about wrestling at this rate. Something <laughs> yeah, always some, happens. Some other famous person is <laughs> going to do something stupid, and then we're going to want to spank him, and then we'll have to explain that. But we'll get to wrestling eventually. So, um, But before that, we've gotten a lot of feedback. So, um, Brian, hit us up on hit us up on, on things that we've gotten from people communicating with us to talk about. Yeah, we've had a couple of comments. Um, one, actually, one piece of... I think our first piece of criticism we received is from the Jacksplank blog. Um, one user pointed out, and I think this is fair, that in our last episode, when we were going over all the different spanking studios, we completely left out Sting Studio. Yeah, and British, in a lot of the British scene entirely, which yes. is its, its own very well-defined thing. And honestly, it, it's an area where we're coming at this. We, we both have our, you know, our areas of experience, and so that's going to heavily inform what we talk about ourselves. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I will say I, I very much attuned to the fact that there's a lot about spanking culture that we do not have a lot of experience with, uh, particularly in areas like caning and the entire British uh, corporal punishment scene. So. Neither of us are particularly suited to talk about it. That doesn't mean it will not be coming up in the podcast. What I would really want to do is see if I can uh, get people on our podcast eventually who are experts in areas where we're not. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, and and so you're not – if we have a podcast – I want to do a podcast episode where we talk about caning, about the fantasy of caning and the reality of caning to help people understand that. But that's not a discussion that that neither – that either Brian and I could lead. So like at at the end of the day, I guess what what we should just say is that this isn't – this podcast isn't meant to be like a comprehensive full look at like the entire spanking spectrum. Uh, Like at the end of the day, it's really – it's just two guys just talking about what we like. Yeah. but we could bring those things in, um, and I definitely, totally. yeah, I, I definitely want to. But it would not be us doing it. So we we may do some special interviews with folks. Um, I actually requested some, you know, if if you're out there and you're listening to this and you're British and you are an expert at caning and you're willing to maybe talk on our podcast, um, you know, send us a message in Tumblr or or, or something. Yes. Hit us up. Yeah. What else? So, what else have we heard? That was one question, and the other one I have is um, a question I believe you got Scott on your Tumblr yes. from a user. And uh, let's see, I'm just going to read it out. Um, I want my boyfriend to start spanking me, but he says he's too scared that he'll end up really hurting me because I'm much smaller than him and he has much more muscle than I do. How do I convince him to give me what I want? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I don't have a lot of experience with trying to convince guys who, to, to spank me because I've just been in the spanking culture as an adult. But what I would say is, well, first of all, um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's easy. It's certainly not easy. I don't want to say it's impossible because you never know. But it is very, 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 very difficult for an adult dude to injure an adult dude giving a hand spanking. Um, even, you know, unless they're purposely trying to injure them, if you're just smacking a guy's butt, you're really not going to injure them. So, 
uh, I, I would say that first of all. Second, so what I would have him do, uh, and what I recommended to this this person on Twitter is, is see if you can convince him to watch a spanking video with you, uh, preferably one that demonstrates maybe the kind of scene you would like to have or what you would like him to do to him, so he could see that. Um, the spanking isn't injuring the person. Um, yes, it hurts or whatever, you know. It, 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 but that's okay. Yeah, but that's what it's not causing like lasting harm or anything, you know. No, it, it's just a red butt. And then, yeah. but the the other thing that's on the back of my mind when I hear things like that is when someone says that they're afraid of hurting you. Um, people who aren't in their people who aren't into spankings, people who aren't into corporal punishment have their own ideas about pain that are often informed by their own personal experiences. So they may have a very, very negative attitude towards pain mm-hmm. um, that he doesn't really want to kind of get into, him, uh, into, and it may be that this bothers him. Um, so if the experience, if that, you know, seeing someone getting a spanking and being, you know, being fine afterwards, if that doesn't convince him um, you need to kind of talk to him about whether the idea of giving giving you a spanking bothers him in some other way. Like if right. he's taught, you know, if he's been taught that that's abuse and not to do it, or whether he's actually seen abuse, seen it used as abuse, whether you know whether he was abused as a you know as, when he yeah, was there, young, there could you know, be any any number of reasons why he might not be comfortable with it. So like as as usual with any relationship problem, really, the trick is open communication. Yeah, and you know, talking things out with your partner, and arriving at solutions like that. Yeah, yeah, and let us know how it how it goes. If if you know, uh, if you get him to give you a spanking, if it becomes a problem, come back to us yes. and let us know. Or have him listen to this podcast. Yes, yes, have him <laughs> listen to the podcast. You'll discover that there are all sorts of guys who are who get spanked all the time and are fine. Yes, I mean we can both. <laughs> we can both uh what's the word I'm trying to think of attest to that yeah yeah and now I did get a whole bunch of other questions that relate to the subject of this of our podcast today about um about spanking parties and spanking events and I'll get into those at the time but uh before we get into that I actually want to highlight an upcoming major spanking event uh, on the East Coast, down in Georgia, in Augusta, Georgia, and it is an event that's been going on for a few years now. I think this is their seventh. It's called Badass Weekend, and I just love the name of it. First, time. I love that name too. Every time <laughs> I see it, like I start to tingle. Like I want to go to that. I want to be at Badass Weekend. Yeah, yeah, mostly because I'm into the whole sort of tough guy attitude, and it yeah. just kind of feeds into that. Uh, it takes place in Augusta, Georgia. And um, it is happening on this year in uh, October. Let me get the exact dates on there. It is October 20 through the 23rd. And uh, the way it works, it is at a, a resort in the. Hold on, let me. Okay, call, the way... call up your information. Yeah. <laughs> edit, edit. Okay, so the way it works, it's taking place at the par- it takes place at the Parliament Resort in Augusta, Georgia, over those days, and so the event is actually itself is pretty cheap. Um, at this point, regular registration until October third is sixty dollars. What? Uh, That's yeah, crazy and- cheap. 
Yes, but of course that does not cover the cost of staying at the resort. So you, uh. yeah. So uh, you could either stay at the resort or arrange your own hotel. I have no idea what the cost of the resort is. Uh, so this is there to uh, – that's the cost to get into the event. If you wait until the event, uh, it's about $75. Right now I've, I've heard from one of the coordinators of the event. They've got 51 people registered so Ooh. far. That's, 51 yeah. spankers and spankies. Yes, and that's uh, ahead of uh, what, they, what they were last year at this time. He's predicting somewhere between 80 and 100 guys. Um, a sea of butts. Yes, and people come there from all over the place. This happens a lot at these events. It, it's a really good. Uh, they, they've got their website is B A W, which is uh, short for Badass <laughs> Badass Weekend. So it's B A W Event dot com. It's also the sound that guys make when they get spanked too much. Uh, <laughs> and they have a nice schedule. They're going to actually have seminars there on on learning to use uh, workshops and demos on using certain implements, uh, including ones on the razor strop by uh, Sir Ross. And I, I know this guy. If you want to learn how to use the razor strop, if you want to become a, a, an expert with the razor strop, he's a really good. He's really good with the strop. Yeah. Uh, I'd say there's also going to be a guy there for our you know on the whole British area on how to how to properly cane folks. Uh, and I heard they're trying to find some other – they want to do a few more seminars. Uh, so if you are an expert in anything, something related to spanking, you might want to get in touch with them. And they have these cute things called uh, discipline slips, which are kind of like <laughs> – Like they'll find your teacher usage about in school? Yes. Yeah, so they hand those out. And so if you have a, a good – you know, if you – if you want, you know, if you're having a good thing with a guy and you want to get specked in some evening events they have on their schedule, you can. It's kind of like a dance card thing where you're essentially making a an appointment to get your ass beat. Oh, that's not a cute. <laughs> yeah, and so there's <laughs> stuff. They get a full schedule up at at their site. Badass weekends to take a look. So I've never been to it. Uh, I, I maybe I should go. I'm kind of tied up for uh, no. I'm kind of tied up for October. Otherwise, I would be going. Um, but uh, I want to encourage everyone who's interested in spaking um, to head out to this event. And the reason why, uh, you know, the things that I have to say when we talk about spaking parties, they will also apply to this event. The reasons why you should come to uh, a spaking party in Los Angeles, same reasons why we should why you should consider going to Badass Weekend. And so that is a good lead-in for our Real Dudes Spanking Real Dudes segment, which is about spanking parties. Woo! So you just recently went to a spanking party yourself. You went to the Moonburn party uh, yes. this past weekend in L.A. So yes. why don't you just give us, why don't you start off just sort of telling us what that's like. You've been going there for quite a while now. So just yes. give us like a what's what's like an average day at Moonburn, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's let's give it let's start with the basics. So the, the Moonburn party in Los Angeles is the first Saturday of every month. Um, holidays uh, included. So we've there have been parties on lab, you know, on Labor Day weekend like oh. this time. There have been there have been parties on actually on July fourth. Are um, there are there Christmas themed parties or Halloween themed parties when you go? Um, sort of, not, <laughs> not not really. It's just sort of like referenced, you know. Uh, so I would expect like the Dino Santa costume to come and see <laughs> all the bad boys and you know yeah. stuff like that. 
so, so the party takes place at the Threshold, um, which is a, a private S&M club in North Hollywood. It's, so it's that first Saturday of each month from noon to 4 p.m. You do not need to be a member of the club to come to the party, uh, but there is a, a $10 entry fee, and you need to be of legal age. And so what happens is you come, uh, you you sign in, you get a name tag, uh, you pay your ten bucks, and and so what they do, so the name tag do whatever you want. Uh, yes, okay. uh, <laughs> but what the, the what are the relevant things about the name tags is you can identify yourself as uh, they put little stickers on them that of different colors and say T for top, B for bottom, S for switch, which means both. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a V for voyeur. I was going to ask about that. Yep. So, yeah. And keep in mind, these are just guides that help people when they look at you, see you, know what you're into. They are not set in stone. You can be a top uh, and and bottom for some person who, who turns you on, which I'm just bringing that up. There will be reasons behind oh, that. You, you just happen to be mentioning that for some reason? <laughs> I, just, I just happen to be mentioning that. Or like at, at this last party, there was a person, I think it was his second time, and he had come as a voyeur. Uh-huh. Uh, and he did he did take a pretty lengthy spanking in one of the rooms back there. Uh, and so the, the idea is this is a guideline. You are not committed in, in – I would add that even if you're a bottom. You know, if you have yourself as a bottom, that doesn't mean that anyone who has a top can come over and demand that you let them spank you. Yeah, it's not, it's not yeah. like that. No. Everything is fully consensual. So it's just a helpful guide to help people understand where you are on the spectrum. Um Inside is this big, huge, wonderful play space. Um, you actually may have seen it in some spanking movies. Um, it has been used definitely in some man's hand spanking videos. If you've ever oh. seen one that takes place in a medical environment, there are themed rooms in there to play in. One of them is me- one of them looks kind of like a doctor's office. There's oh, I, kind of, yeah. what's the name of that one video? The one that that chopper stars it in was, as the it, doctor or the police officer. <laughs> I don't know. I like. I don't have to memorize the memorized of my. Head. But you know which one I mean, though. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah. There have been there have been videos that have been shot in there. Um. And so there there's a big main entry room. Um. Where where playing goes on in there, but conversations also take place. There's a a, a hallway with a bunch of smaller rooms. Uh. Where a bunch. Of uh, you know where people play and get spectators. That's where the, the most of the play happens. But play also does happen up in front. Uh, there's refreshments and food and drinks, and we all just gather there and you know essentially have fun. Um, it was a holiday weekend, so it was actually pretty light. Uh, I asked at the end of the party, and there were about 45 guys there, huh. which is yeah, which is light for the party. So, but if you're you know you're out there and you've never been to a spanking party, I. I, I Betting saying 45 guys there into speaking actually sounds like a lot of people. Those rooms you mentioned before, do like, each of them have a theme? Like you mentioned that there was like a, a medical one. Yeah, so some of them are more themed than others. There's yeah, there's the medical themed room. There's a school. There's a small classroom, a very small. Oh, classroom. I bet that's popular. Yeah, there's a sort of a, a, a sort of a jail room, and then there's some that are just sort of just dungeon rooms. There's a very large dungeon room that's really good. It's not really themed so much, but it's got enough space that's really useful for flogging or um, straps or anything where you need a good long swing. Um, there's a room in the back um, where people kind of. 
congregate if they're feeling uh, frisky. I will say one of the rules for the party is that there's no sex. Really? Uh, no, yes, this is not a sexual party. Not um, even like in private or anything? No, I, there's I, I, no, sort of, I just I assumed that there would be some of that. Yeah, there's no privacy at this party. Now, there. This is the. Those are the rules for this party. They, you know, these vary from party to party. So, um, it's not necessarily the standard. Even in party, I think in other places, even if there's an, a spaking area, there's is typically the habit is no spaking in the open areas. Sexual, or I'm sorry, no sexual activity in open areas. Um, yeah. If there are private spaces, take sexual activity there. Right. And, and that is because people have. Um, there are a lot of people who are into spanking who are not into sex yeah, and, and I mean, don't want like and are not interested in that overlap. Uh, but you know, if you head all the way in the back, there's a little bit of there's usually a typical little bit of friskiness going on there, pushing kind of the envelope there. Oh, so those guys are the ones who need to be spanked for breaking the rules. <laughs> JK. Yeah, so that's a, the important thing to understand. There is that the. Party play is fully kind of an open space. There's nowhere where you can just close the door and and do private spakings. Um, everyone can look in and and see what you're doing. Uh, there there are etiquette, a lot of etiquette rules and just etiquette guidelines that that just kind of come up. And one of course is um, no sex, no sexual activity, um, and don't interfere with someone's session. Right. Don't just like walk in on it and be like, hey, so now like I'm going to take over and thank this guy, yeah. or no, now it's my turn for you to thank me. It's like, uh, dude, we were doing yeah. something here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, it's helpful, um, and, you know, particularly with your, if you're new, if, if guys who know each other, like, I have buddies, and, and, and there are guys that I spank that, um, I spank relatively mm, tamely, because that's what they want, and we actually have conversations <laughs> Well, so how, how's you been? It's like, yeah, I mean, that's, how's that's, your mom yes. doing? Yeah, and um, and you know, and then my friends will come in, you know, but we're all friends with each other, and so it doesn't really break the scene because it's not really so much a scene as guys spanking. But yeah. you know, when people are doing some intense things, um, I think in in it's okay to stand there and watch. Voyeurism is you know is encouraged, but just kind of do so in a way that's not intrusive. Yeah, an unobtrusive voyeurism. Yeah. Almost they want to be watched or, like, have that humiliation thing going on, I guess. Anyway, <laughs> just feel things out first. Yeah, just feel things out and, um, you know, talk to folks if you see – and it's funny because I'm a pretty uh, – despite my love of the bullying concept as, as both a top and a bottom, um, that's something that comes into play with people that I know. And so I'm a very low-key top. Um, if you're a bottom, that doesn't mean you have to sit there and wait for a top to come at you. It's not a dance where you're where the girls <laughs> girls are waiting for the boys to ask. Which, uh, they're all yeah, lined I, up on one wall. The boys are all lined up the other wall, yeah. just staring at each other awkwardly. Who's yeah, gonna be that, the first one yeah. to walk over? <laughs> yeah. So typically, you know, because and so I, I may approach a guy if I'm I'm specifically interested in them. But if the fact that I'm not immediately drawn to you doesn't mean that I, I wouldn't be willing to spank you. So, so you should feel free to come and you know ask for one, and I, I may say yes. I may be tired, may be busy, I may have something planned, but I, you know a, a lot of other possibilities can but, happen. But it never hurts to ask. No. Right. Um, so let's talk about all right. Let's talk about the spankings that I actually gave. Okay. 
just to give a, a sense of, and then we'll, you know, work into some etiquette yeah. issues and answer so some like, questions. Okay. So, like, in, in the average, you know, in the average party, how many spankings do you think you do give? Um, it varies between, I've had parties where I haven't given anything out, um, wow. and... And then usually four or five. Um, this party, which even though it was rightly intended, um, I, I, what happened is well, first of all, all of I have a central core group of friends in spanking, and only one of them showed. All the rest of them weren't able to make it for various reasons. So, like, if I'm not spanking, I'm I'm typically kind of hanging out with chatting with them, and they weren't here. <laughs> so it's like, well, I might as well. <laughs> so I, you know, I knew uh, I knew I was going to do a podcast on it. So I I ended up looking for people to spank. Um, so what I ended up doing was there was let's do them in order. Okay. Uh, so there was a a guy who I hadn't spanked before, but has come to the party several times, uh, and I didn't realize that he had you know he is aware of me and was interested in me as a top, and he was really shy at the party. So before the party, he contacted me on recon, uh, said he was interested, and he gave a couple of little messages. One was that you know he wanted to play a game, and that he wanted okay. me to humiliate, and that he wanted me to humiliate him. Uh huh. And so I was like, oh, very interesting, because that's something that I'm interested in. It doesn't happen very often. And so I found him at the party. He had played with someone, and then I found him in the hallway, and I said, oh, hey. You're the guy who contacted me on Recon because he did have his picture on Recon. So I was like, "Yes, that was me." It's like, "Okay, uh, so you're interested in getting what you asked for?" And so he said, "Yes." So I brought him out into this big central area where I said a lot of conversation happens uh-huh. and some play happens. The big thing about that room is you have to go through it to get to the other room. So, uh, so lots of traffic so, in and out. So there's lots of traffic, so anything that you do in there is going to be very public, and you know if you're doing something in there, everyone's going to see it. So that plays well for publicly humiliating someone. Mm-hmm. And so then there is a thing that I like to do that's called the penny push, which we, we haven't talked about in the podcast. It's something that comes up a lot in my writing, and it's actually kind of important to me because it was – I learned about it from a piece of spanking fiction in a heterosexual porn magazine back when I was a teenager. I can't remember if it was... When you were so desperate for spanking stuff, you'd even read the straight stories. Yeah, it was in, like, Hustler or Penthouse. And the thing is, that was my my discovery that spanking as a fetish actually existed and that there were other people who were into spanking. And the fact that I... That I fantasized about it, and it was my realization that other people fantasized about oh. it too. So it was this domestic scene with a husband and wife, and she was being punished for something. And the way that it worked is that he made her get on her hands and knees, and that's what I did with this gentleman. And I put a penny on the floor, pulled out a paddle, I made him push the penny around the room with his nose. And that obviously makes his butt stick up while he does that. Makes his butt stick up while he's crawling. Uh, while he's crawling, uh, if he slowed down at all, or just periodically, because I felt like it, I would, you know, I would uh, beat his ass with a with a, a lightweight paddle. He told me that he didn't have a whole lot of experience in his pain tolerance. He did some work, so I didn't use a frat paddle or a heavy paddle. I used a, a smaller paddle, thinner paddle of mine, and just periodically beat his ass. And mm-hmm. I made him crawl all the way around the room. And this took, I'm going to say, about I, ten minutes. Did the were there day. lots of comments as this was going on from the yes, people there? Apparently, yeah, apparently I didn't know that this was 
without the punishment, this was um, – without the spankings, it's, it's apparently it was a punishment that was used on misbehaving kids in Catholic schools. I didn't know this. Someone pointed this out to me. Um, and so, yeah, so it got, it got him a lot of attention, a lot of humiliation. Um, and then uh, – so he did that. And then afterwards, I kind of – it turned out that he had seen me do this to someone else, which I didn't realize. And this was uh, at a party years ago. Oh. And this was someone who was uh, – a guy I, I lured out to Moonburn who was into wedgies and humiliation, and I actually gave the guy a hanging wedgie at the party. Uh, so it was sort of like – and kind of spanked him a bit while he was he was in the hanging wedgie. So a little bit of different play. Um, yeah, that's all, got, I, like, I see wedgies as sort of related to spankings yeah. sometimes, depending. Yeah, and so I had then I put this guy over a spanking horse and kind of demonstrated a wedgie. He had, he didn't have any real experience with that either, and he was wearing boxer briefs. So, but I put him over a spanking horse and gave him a nice tight wedgie. He was kind of into bondage. I didn't have any rope available, um, so to me to tie him up, uh, and so that didn't happen. But I think what I might do is get some duct tape, and what I could do is get him oh. in a get him in a position where I could duct tape up a wedgie, and he can't get it down for future play. Uh, and then there was a – with this particular incident, there was the intrusion of real life into uh, the fantasy after the fact. He contacted me on Recon. Uh-huh. Um, and it turned out uh, after after the event, uh, he was very much in, in pain, which you want to say, hey, that's great. I You know, I gave him the spanking and he still hurts. No. Um, it, was, it, was, it was his arms and knees. Who oh, <laughs> He was in pain in non-sexy places on his body. Yeah, and so it was sort of like the real world versus like, oh right, you know, uh, the fantasy I, I have is like doing it as of frat play and younger guys, and you know, he was <laughs> he was a little older, and uh, and so he was in pain. I was like, oh, and I was so apologetic. I told him to oh, get some tape, rub, rub it in those muscles. He said like he had trouble like attaching his seatbelt back in his car. And you know, and that's the thing that happens. So, oh. we will, you know, the next time we play, we will just rethink what we're doing. Right. I mean, there's plenty of other ways to humiliate someone yeah. that don't involve crawling on the hard floor. Yeah. Yeah. And so, the, <laughs> so that was one scene. So the second guy, um, he is, is somebody that I know and someone I've played with several times. So, and he likes paddles. And so I got to pull out, you know, pull out several of my paddles and just paddle the heck out of him. I got to use the boot paddle that we use on our SoundCloud ah, page. That, that, that now famous boot paddle. Yeah. So so that got to see some action. And so that was sort of, that was just, you know, a guy I know uh, that I play with a lot. Nothing particularly more to say about that. And then there was a guy I hadn't played with before who was just kind of hanging out. Uh-huh. Um, and I just gave him a simple, he was just interested in hand spaking. So I, I brought it back and put him over nice. my knee. So did, did he come up to you for it? No, I came up to him because oh. I I'd seen him. Um, uh, he's older than me. Um, I didn't see him playing with anyone, and so I just kind of asked him if he was interested. You know what he was interested in, if he wanted to spanking. We had kind of nodded our head at each other periodically in the hallway, and I figured mm-hmm. uh, none of my friends were here. Yeah, uh, it's time to meet time to meet new people, right? Yep, yep. So I I offered to give him the spanking, and then so those were the, and that was just a simple over the knee hand spanking for I want to say about ten minutes. You got him nice and red. Nice. Yeah, and that was a you know an enjoyable period. And then, <laughs> and then there was the big thing. And that then happened. yes, the thing. So let's talk so, about the thing. Yeah, we'll talk off start. We'll start off talking about what happened at the party, uh, because this extended long beyond the party. And um, 
And but that's a good opportunity for for me to get into the questions that people sent us about speaking parties. Uh, and then we can move into the real dude stuff that happened afterwards with both of us that is not connected to the party. But so, so the other thing that happened was that I got my ass beat. You got your ass beat. I got my ass beat. I was there. I was wearing the top label, but I got my ass uh. beat. So there was a, there was a guy there at the party who I'd met before at previous parties. Um, he was there as a top. Um, he was someone who interested me. Um, somebody that I certainly noticed he was a friend of a friend uh, and today I had mentioned that I was looking for you know I had mentioned in previous podcasts I was looking for that guy you know looking for the guy to bottom for mm-hmm. that, that rare like, that yeah. rarity of rarities a guy for you to bottom for yeah and so he's not from Los Angeles he's, he's from out of the country who's visiting the party and actually there are visitors frequently visitors from far away who come to this party there were a couple of Canadians at this party uh, there are guys from Australia who come out to the party guys from England you know from all wow. over that is um, interesting yeah and so I said you know I, I was saying hello to him I remembered him when we met last time and you know he was very friendly and we were talking for a while and the because the party was so quiet you know there wasn't a lot going on and I was like well he came out all this way for this party and and he was walking around and he was into paddles which you know is uh, always something that attracts my attention yeah that's the first thing <laughs> uh, he's he's younger than me um, uh, a little bit younger than me but you know not too far from my age and so he's walking around with this big paddle, and I'm like, you know what? And, and maybe I'm. And I said, well, maybe. Let, I said to him, maybe later um, I could. I'll bottom for you for a few swats if you're interested. But you know, you should know I'm very much out of practice. And he said, sure, he was interested in that. So um, later I bent over for him with his. It was a. It was actually a Texas, an official old. Like I guess he must have gotten it on eBay or something. But it was a Texas school paddle. Oh, well, this, uh, yeah, those are good. Yeah. I, I don't have one, but I've been thinking of buying one for myself. Yeah. So I took a bunch of swats on a uh, bent over uh, on my jeans and then some on my bare butt, and uh, oh. they were pretty intense. He is not a, a lightweight spanker, uh, which is again is something that I like. He, yeah, because you yeah. like that. Yes, he had sort of this sort of authoritative. Um, I could easily imagine him as a pledge master kind of guy. Oh. Yeah, definitely your type, it sounds like. Yeah. And then so and then later I was like, I really kind of liked that experience. And so I said to him later, it's like and it, as it became kind of clear to me that I probably wasn't gonna be getting any more spanking play in as a top you know, I said to him, it's like, do you ever do over the knee stuff? And because I've got some you know, I've got some hand paddles and he's like, Oh yeah, sure, I love that and it's like, Oh, I've got some more paddles too. And so then we went back into... Uh, <laughs> boys showing each other their paddles. Yes, yeah, so we went back into... There's a room that I didn't mention in the description. It is the kitchen. <laughs> this is not a... Is it, is it literally no, a kitchen? It is literally a kitchen. It's sort of like... It's like, a, it's like a meeting room. It's not meant for spanking, but spanking does take place. It's, you know, it's for, it's for the... The the people to have meetings in the who are members of Threshold and stuff okay. like that, yeah. And so, <laughs> but people kind of do go back there and do spankings because it's a little bit more private because it's not a themed room and it's all the way in the back. So we went all the way in the back and he put me over his knee and then we got um, a lot more intense spanking. Ah, nice. Um, so and it was like I, I really we had. 
uh, and we had really, really, really good chemistry. Well, that's awesome. So, like, because this doesn't usually happen to you at the parties. You prefer no. just to talk because you have a lot of difficulty finding people who you have good chemistry with. As a yeah, I have I have a difficult time finding good chemistry with tops with the top period, and then I have a hard time let you know um, allowing it to take place in an environment where. There are all of these people, right? So, but in this instance, everything just sort of came together for you. Yes, and it just—it was a really good experience for yes. you to have. Yeah, and he was a, a fairly dominant top, but not in a um, not in a daddy slave master way. No, but he, but he, but he was just in charge. Yes, just... he had his, you know, he had his hand on the back of my neck, you know, uh... and. and and holding me down, and some, you know, there were there were session parts that were nice and really intense and really pushed me. Um, and so I just we uh, so th- so that was that for the party, and then more stuff happened with him later. Uh-huh. We ended up ta- I, I communicated with him briefly, like after the party, uh, the last time I met him. Before that, well, we we got a bunch of questions that we want to go over. We about do, the party. yes, we have other questions asked besides just you getting your ass yeah. beat. Yeah, and it's interesting. I want to highlight this. We got us. I got a bunch of questions from two different guys, and I wanted to bring them up because they are uh, two dynamically different attitudes, and uh, so it's kind of important to kind of show the diversity here. So the first set of questions that, that I got came actually from a straight dude who is thinking of going to a spanking party, and so he really wanted to get a sense of what it was like before he goes. Yes, the straight dudes like spanking too. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of them are. I'm reading them over now. It seems like they're basic, like safety questions. You've already answered a bunch of them. It seems he's asked, yeah. you know, what yeah. the rules are. Is there privacy? Is it okay to just go and observe? Yeah. Um, one of them he asked, which is, which is interesting to me, is how do you politely decline if you don't want to participate in something? And what if someone pressures you? Has that? Has that ever happened to you? Was someone just like ever like really just like pushy in a way that made yeah. you uncomfortable? It happens really. It happens more to bottoms and switches than tops, obviously. Right. Uh, and um, you do have to assert yourself. The bo- you know you are. Um, it doesn't happen. There there are a couple guys that I, I wouldn't play with because of that behavior. Um, yeah, because that is you know that's fucked up shit. <laughs> yeah, and so if someone if you're if you're not interested, say you know you could just simply say no thanks. Yeah. Um, sometimes like, people say my butt's still sore from the last baking, uh, which, which, <laughs> which is fair. Which is fair. I usually just assume whatever reason they give me, I just assume means that they're not interested. And then it's, sometimes though they actually mean it, and then they'll, they'll come back later and they'll be like, "Oh, you." I was like, "Okay, I'll take a spanking now." I'm like, "Oh, uh, that wasn't just a thing you said." <laughs> I thought you were just being polite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So simply, um, simply say, you know, uh, uh, no thanks. Um, and if the other person pressures you, you just have to assert yourself. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, like, no, no means no is you know the golden rule in anything like this, right? Yes, yes, and it's specifically, you know, it's specifically in this party. They have all sorts of signs everywhere. With the the the, the club itself has rules, and one of them is no means no. Yeah, and they have a they have a, a sort of a safe a club safe word is red. So um, you're supposed to st- you know if if someone yells out red, you're supposed uh, to stop. See, uh, at a spanking party though, I'd imagine that word would come up quite a lot. 
<laughs> well, yeah. So uh, <laughs> whatever you coordinate with them. Um, and I would say to tops who are listening out there, you know, the there are some etiquette things that I see come up with both tops, and interestingly, sometimes from bottoms. And um, the the first one is um, as a top. You really need to not assume that because you have a particular fantasy about spanking that that any other guy, a bottom that you have your eye on, is should or has any obligation to fulfill that kind of play. That's a really good way to put that. Yeah. yeah, and I'll give I'll kind of give an example, and it's one of the reasons why I have difficulty bottoming at the parties, and I you know I'm trying to get over it. Uh, but there was a, a guy who came once to a party who was who was who was there as the top. I was there as a switch. He was into paddle, so I was interested in him. I saw him give a, a decent paddling, and so I, I I he noticed me watching him and he asked if I wanted to bottom for him. And for some reason, I didn't when I bottom for him. I wasn't really feeling that chemistry. Mm-hmm. That and then. Yeah, and so and so I was just kind of sticking it out, and then he got into this sort of a, a space where I realized that he was into the sort of the daddy naughty boy sir dynamic, which uh, which I lots of people are into, but which you many many you guys are, are into, and I wasn't into that, and so yeah. I was trying to gently steer him away from that, and he was just kind of pushing at that, and I essentially had to stop politely stopped the scene and he said you know he did the sort of i'll decide when it ends and i said oh, no, no 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 we are done um and so and it you know and i felt kind of i felt slightly bad about that because it wasn't wrong for him to want to have that fantasy he didn't do anything wrong until he failed to adjust for my expectations yeah yeah i see that and you know, and so, and so, I, will, I would never bottom for him again. But there are guys, you know, that that would have been the perfect scene for. Yeah, I mean, it, just, it depends on each person. Yeah, but. and in fact, and, and not only that, it depends on the situation because with this new guy, the guy I did bottom for, with the way that the chemistry was developing, I could see a situation where he could not with the daddy dynamic because he's not interested in it but the sort of the it's over and when I say so dynamic I would accept that from him right? but not from this guy and then so there's that sort of dynamic and then on the other side and I've been guilty of doing this as well so I, I just want people to understand I'm not coming from the uh, a know everything background but somebody who has made similar mistakes <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and so Bottoms can get overly um, an overly eroticized attitude and overly sexualized um, compared to the top's feelings oh, about okay. the scene. So the top is just trying to spank the guy, and he's like, "Dude, why is this dude just moaning so much? Like, cut it well, out." That's not, <laughs> no, that's, like that that's sort of not, thing. That's not it. That's fine. But what'll happen is like afterwards, um, um, the the bottom will will move in for a kiss or a hug. Oh, okay. Something you know, or, or like you know, and I, this is I've actually done this, and it was the strangest thing because I am not a cuddly person. But well, and, being spanked can sort of bring that out, though. I've, yeah, so I've I'm noticed very, this in myself as well. Yeah, it's, I'm wondering if there's a certain there must be a sort of hormonal component. Like if you're into spanking and you're getting spanked, and it releases these uh-huh. sort of 
backbones that sort of make it, you know, that eroticize it, obviously. Well, with, with me, it's like, I want to thank them, and that seems like the most appropriate way to do so. That's, like, that's how it works in my brain. Yeah, and so so resist, kind of resist that urge, especially if you don't know the top. And this, I did this with a top that I had just met. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it was like, I felt really <laughs> awkward. I'm like, I don't know why I did that. And I ended up, like, apologizing to him. You know. That's cute, though. <laughs> yeah. And so that actually, you know, so so for tops and bottoms, everyone needs to be aware that just because we all share a fetish, it all manifests in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, he was concerned about sexual issues. That leads us to the other guy who sent us a, a question. Yes, he brought up um, private parties. So this, this gentleman, he tells us that the best banking party he ever went to is a private one at a guy's apartment, and there was, although there was a firm, like, no sex rule there, it was very arousing, there was lots of flirting, and, and, like, it was set up so that the guys would, uh, like, all the tops would pair off with the bottoms, and he was wondering if private parties like that, where the sexual energy is very intense, are, are, quote, better than official spanking parties. Yeah, so, so... I've never been to a private party or an official party, so I'm also interested in this answer. <laughs> so, yeah, so so here's the deal, and I think our next podcast is going to be focusing a lot on this dynamic. There are people whose spanking fetish manifests as a cake where it's incorporated into sexual play. Mm-hmm. Um, this guy kind of explained to me that, that he, he liked he spanking combined with sex. And then there are guys who don't. There are guys for whom spanking is actually mostly the sex. Right. And that's kind of where I fall in. I think you've said this a lot. It's very much the same for you. Yeah. Like for us, I feel spanking is our sexuality. Yeah. As, as you said once. Um, and both are certainly legitimate, and both, you know, both are part of the scene, and they all kind of need, and we need to kind of find a way to interact with each other in a way that's appropriate. And so one of the great things about this spanking party is that, yeah, there's no sex at, at the party, but it is a place – and this is why spanking parties and these events are so important – is that it's a place for you to meet your people. <laughs> yes, to meet. And then if, if you like the spanking, you know, you can always go somewhere else for yes, the sex if, afterward, right? Yes. Yeah, if that dynamic works out and you feel like sexual activity is something that, that – you, that is on the table with both of you, and this happens at these parties. People make arrangements to have private play after the party elsewhere. Yeah, or you know, just got to the parking lot. You know, <laughs> just kidding. Don't have sex in the parking lot. I'm just imagining it's an industrial area. <laughs> it's an industrial area near the Burbank Airport, and I'm like, there are guys there working over the weekend and on stuff, and I'm just, they probably seen some stuff. Uh, I'm sure they I'm have. Sure. <laughs> um, and the other thing that happens is that, yeah, there are private parties. There are private parties in Los Angeles, and they're often by invitation only. Um, I have, and yeah, that's what makes them private. Yes. And, um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we're going to talk about how – we will be talking later how Brian discovered that he's a brat bottom. Oh, shut um, up. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. And, and so the, the, the dynamic about them is, is some people get bothered about the existence of the private speaking parties because it creates it creates these sort of speaking clicks. And it, while this is true, 
Um, you know, and they're bothered by the fact what? that you're not that you're not in that clique. Oh, and I'm like, well, I think that's that's silly. Does it, how is it any different from a regular party, which is also invite only? Does that mean yeah. that oh, well, it's just it's a party only for their friends? It's like, well, yeah, that's like the point of a party. Sorry, yeah. I had to get that out there. And so, yeah, I'll kind of explain a little bit about this party. I've never been invited to the party, and it's okay. It doesn't bother me, but it tends to be um, younger guys, and. Mm. And who are interested in playing with each other and not interested in being spanked by older guys. And so there's this sort of tension because you have older guys who want to spank younger guys. And, you know, and there are some younger guys who want to be spanked by older guys. Sure. They're, they're into that dynamic, the daddy dynamic, but not all of them are. Some of them are into peer-to-peer spanking is what I call it. That's what you're. That's what both of us are kind of into. And so – they're, you know, so people are bothered by the fact that other people don't want to play the way that they want them to play, and that's really kind of well, annoying. And that's exactly how these private parties end up happening because because you end up with certain people who don't who feel entitled. Yeah, to, see, that sense of entitlement is what I have a problem with. It's like no yeah. one is no one's obligated to satisfy your kinks. Yeah, so I had someone actually message me once on Spank This Hookups who was who is older and was interested in meeting and I wasn't really I didn't really find him particularly my type, but I invited him to come out to the Moonburn parties because I, I do that a lot because if it turns out that, that they're not my type or I'm not their type, they There's can be probably plenty of other guys there who maybe yeah. are their type, right? Yeah. Well, and he said and his response was, Well, I, I went to Moonburn parties and I stopped going because there, there were all these hot young guys there and they would all keep to themselves, and I thought that was very, you know, and I guess he thought that was very selfish of them. And I'm like, as opposed to expecting them to play with you just because you thought that they were hot. So yeah. my attitude is, um, you know, these are guys who are looking for spank play. They probably want to incorporate sexuality into their spanking play at some point. With these, they're looking for guys that they have chemistry with. Um, maybe as they get older, and or you know, and are more into you know and usually the 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 dynamic of who they want to play with opens up a bit they'll start coming to the moonbird parties and and maybe playing i mean like everyone's you know what we are into often changes as we you know as we age and stuff i mean i know that i'm i'm much more into like you know like quote daddy types than i was say like five or ten years ago i mean like yes really I like yeah, lots of different stuff. But... I, think you wanted, I think you wanted to spank the daddies, though, didn't you? Oh, yes. <laughs> I want to do many things to the daddies, and other people also. But, yeah, I mean, so, like, that's just... Where was I going with that? Yeah. <laughs> now I'm just thinking so, about daddies. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I rooted in me. Yeah, so... so the, the, they're, they're oh, right, quite... so our, our, our sexualities change, so, you know, just... Yeah, I just... I just that was all I was trying to say. Yeah, <laughs> I interrupted you again. <laughs> so private parties are valuable. Well, parties parties are valuable. Period. And so go to public parties, meet people. Um, eventually, when you meet enough people and you meet the right kind of people and people who share the right kind of attitudes with with you, you will probably get invited to other private speaking parties, and you'll be able to narrow down and find the kind of guys you're looking for. Right. Right. Yeah. And so that's you know that is my attitude towards towards all this and why everyone should try to get into spanking parties. I wanted to close the spanking party section, uh, and then we'll get into what happened after the party. 
and, and uh, both here and out there in Austin, um, with a couple of other uh, opportunities. Now, the guy who emailed me about, or who messaged me about the private parties uh-huh. has been to the um, the. There's a party in New York City that's on Thursdays from seven to midnight. Uh, the fourth, I'm sorry, the fourth Thursday of each month from seven to midnight, and he kind of they're called. Uh, it's Paddles. It's a friendly SM club. It's the uh, what is it? It's the Society of Spankers. It's right. a men's. It's, it's that's when their their men's only event is now. Um, the SM club, much like Threshold, is a club for all types. Uh, and but they have a night where they have a party that's for men. Now he told me the person that messaged me t- told me that the party was not going very. The parties were not going very well. If you're a regular person at the the New York City party, please send us a drop us a line and let us know how things are going. If right. you want to encourage people to go there, I'm, I'm pretty uh, sure I I had known about that party while I uh, lived up in New York, but I never went because I was still a chicken at the time. <laughs> so. And now I live in Austin, where there are no there are no parties down here. Yeah. So I feel I feel very foolish that I did not go when I had the chance. Yeah, I'm, we're very spoiled here in Los Angeles. We have a sort of a, we have a very committed group of guys who keep the party running, and it's been around for like 20 years. And it wasn't always here. And you know, even in Los Angeles, it wasn't easy. You have to move things around and find places. The reason that we're having it, we have to have it in the afternoon, is because this 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 place hosts other events and this was the time that was available okay. for us. So actually, I, I had a question also. Is What what hours does Moonburn go to? Oh, it's, it's from noon to four. Oh, see, that's, so, I would figure it would go like late night. That's well, there are other... There are other events, huh, and we would okay. we, we, we have to. And that's help, it helps us keep the party cheap. It's only ten dollars to go. Oh, that makes sense. And so we will probably have to pay more if we wanted to reserve evening. Because it used to run from um, it used to run from two to six, and they needed to push us back for some other events. So if we were willing to pay more, you know, if we were actually members, you know, we, we might be able to uh, do it. But but, but we just have to those are notoriously cheap. However. So. <laughs> We want to try to, you know, we want to try to accommodate as many people, um, and then not to ignore our British folks, since that was brought up. There's the Boys and Sirs group in London, uh, and that's Boys with a Z. And you know, whenever you spell, ah, yes, the Z. Whenever you spell Boys with a Z, that's that's someone that 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 means spanking or well, I guess caning in this place. And they have like one, they have like events. I think I think they have a party like every weekend, which blows my mind. What? That's a lot of spanking. Every Saturday. And so, you know, if you are in, this is, I'm looking at their website. I'm sure, I'm sure I'll hear if if this has changed. So if you are in London and you're not getting caned and you want to get caned, you have no one to blame but yourself. Yeah, go to that Boys (laughs) of the Club, Boys of the Z. That's like, Boys of the Z, I feel, is like the other, like, spanking with no G. It's, you know, the other side of that. Yeah, and their, their website is, the website is at boysatsurs.co.uk. So it's really easy. If you, I were able to find, without knowing the names of these groups, I was able to find them relatively quickly on Google. Uh, and then there's a group in San Francisco, the San Francisco, San Francisco Men's Spaking Party. That's on the second Sunday nice. of every month. Um, so I, I know I've never been to the San Francisco party, but I know some guys at, at Moonburn who have gone to those parties. And they also they also arrange for special parties whenever any of those big S and M events and leather events come out to San Francisco, like Dorialley and Folsom. 
so whatever every year when Folsom comes around, um, there's a big spaking party that co- uh, that corresponds with it. I wish that the uh, that public man's hand booth still did that thing that Folsom. Yeah, the public thing st- things. Like I've seen the videos of it, and I'm just I really like that idea. Yeah, they they stopped doing that a couple of uh, a couple years ago. And with that, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I said that's a lot. I mean, I, I've talked a lot. Actually, I did have I did have one last question that okay. I didn't end up going to, but um, the 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 straight guy who was messaging me, one of his questions was, what what ages are guys at spending oh. parties? Like, does it like range all over? Yeah, it ranges. Does, it, it, does, it, does, it, does it like does it like slant more in one direction than another, or it does trend older? Mm-hmm. Um, and so there are young guys. What ends up happening is because we have these older, you know, these these established regulars who come to the parties, you know, and we're all air forties and above, fifties, um, sixties, and so young guys will come out and and they're looking to like the the guy who wanted to go to the private party. Um, a lot of them actually, first of all, they get a lot of attention because they're young. Yeah, so that, that, that sort of explains some of the mindset we've been talking about earlier. So, of course, like, when a younger guy shows up at one of these places, it's like, oh, like, fresh meats, because, you know, there aren't as many there as and it there are older be, guys. Yeah, and it could be a little bit overwhelming at first, so, I understand. Right. so they end up going, they end up trying to find private parties. But they do you do get a decent age range. There are guys, uh, there are guys in their 30s, um, but it does. I would say, if you were to take the average age of males, it does skew older than the average. I I wonder if like if spankos in general are like, is it like an aging subset of like fetish play? That's a topic for another time, though. Yeah, yeah. So with that, let's wrap up the this part of the real dudes. Now we're gonna stick with real dudes, spanky real dudes, because oh. so much stuff happens. Real dudes, the sequel. Yeah, so let's talk about you, because I've blathered on so much. I need, I, I'm sitting here with a drink God, and the ice just, is melting and I need a sip. Um, stop talking already, jeez. <laughs> so tell us, tell us, Brian, what happened out there in Austin last week? Last week, well, okay, so I have a good friend of mine who also lives in the Texas area, um, not in Austin, but a little town some distance away, so... I've known him for many years. Uh, we used to be old RP buddies on the internet. And since I moved down here, I knew that he lived in the same state. Like, meeting him has been on, on my you know, my bucket list for a while. So this week, we finally managed to get together. Um, he is also a Spanko. The, the RPs I mentioned were all spanking RPs. So it was pretty much already established that you know, as soon as the two of us got back to my place that there would be spanking. In fact, um, the week before, we were pretty much just uh, talking shit to each other back and forth, <laughs> like, constantly, over who would be first to spank who. <laughs> so, yeah, he was just here for a couple days, but during that time, you know, we, we pretty much we were just sat around watching movies and finding excuses to spank each other. My butt is still slightly tender. He left on Thursday. It's now Saturday while we're recording this. So, it was a very nice, happy time, and I enjoyed it. But I, I don't think I've ever received or given that many spankings in, you know, in succession like that. So, I had fun. So, what did you, so, so 
you were telling me how much you like to squirm and struggle while you were being spanked. So talk a little bit about you know what that what that meant, what you learned about yourself. Well, yes, I certainly do enjoy squirming and struggling quite a bit. Um, this guy, who I I can I can give his name actually, he doesn't need permission. Um, his his internet alias is Spunny. Um, you can in fact find him if you wish. He has Tumblr, which is uh, Spunny, S-P-U-N-N-Y, dot Tumblr, dot com, and he has it filled mostly with, uh, with Rule 34, like, spanking fanfiction stories. So, and his writing is very good. Like, even if you don't know the fandoms, like, I don't know a bunch of them, uh, like, the writing itself is very hot, and he, he does some, like, fantasy subjects, which I like. So I'd recommend his writing to you. But, um, yes, and, and actually, um... When he the came, the spankings. <laughs> yes, I'm getting to the spankings. Um, I actually took his his spankingity in receiving spankings. I'm I'm the first guy that he has given spankings to. And how was it? He he was he was very good. Um, I I think he's actually in the top three of of spanks I've had. Um, just because I know that like. We enjoy the same sort of spankings already. Like, I already knew this. You know, he talks shit to me while he's holding me down, just the way I like. So, <laughs> and so that kind of that feeds into you have, and you mentioned in previous podcast that you were very much into revenge fantasies. Yes. And so how did, how did that play out in all of this? Well, okay, so let me just go over, like, the first, the first time that we did it. Um, after we got home... And I showed him around the house a little bit. We went to my room, where there was privacy. And um, I opened the door. He went in first. I came in behind him. And beforehand, I had arranged all of my spanking tools on the bed. So he looks around, and those catch his eye, of course, as was my plan. Because that was the moment where I struck. Uh, I pushed him towards the bed. And I can't believe he actually let me do this, because he's quite a bit heavier than me. But I pushed him down... And I sat on his back, and I grabbed one of the tools, and I started, you know, I started spanking him. And he acted like it was a surprise, like, you know, we hadn't been talking about this all week. (laughs) Uh. But after I did that for a while, he decided that it was time to turn the tables, and he rather easily pushed me off him, and then pushed me down. And uh, so yeah, so he got got his revenge on me for that, that very unjust, unfair spanking that I gave him. And he made sure to turn my butt just as red as his. As that I, he spanked me harder that time than, than I had gotten <laughs> But yeah, so we we went through like that was a start of it, and it sort of like went back and forth from there. Like we were never like completely even with each other. Like one of us always needed payback on the other as as the days went on. So that was a lot of fun to get revenge like that over and over and over again <laughs> so how many spankings altogether were there did you did you oh i've lost count there were a lot um <laughs> there were there were a lot um just cuz you know we would spend we we were both cuddlers too so we would just like be cuddling on the bed watching tv and then you know hands would wander to one butt or the other, and then before we knew it, there'd be another spanking happening. And we'd just be like, another one! It's like, yeah, so, uh, there were there were several each day. Like I said, he was only here for, like, three days, but we got quite a lot of action in on that time. 
Um, I actually, I, I accidentally gave him a bruise on the first day because oh, I really? paddled him too hard, and then he held that yeah. over my head the rest <laughs> of his trip. He was like, "My butt is bruised, and it's your fault." And <laughs> but I think, I think he was just playing it up for sympathy. Uh-huh. That's my theory. Well, no, I did. I, I, I have seen, I have seen how you spank, and you're, you're a little enthusiastic. <laughs> well, that was just the one video. I'm not like Do that all the time, but yes, let's talk about those videos. All right, so the two of you actually shot a couple of little videos of yourselves being spanked. Yeah, this very unplanned, uh, very like spur of the moment. I've never done anything like that before. So, I mean, don't expect to find these on on SpankTube or YouTube or any of those places. Uh, yet, but, um, <laughs> you know, it's like he, he had had friends who had been teasing him while he was here, because they assumed that he was the one getting all the spankings, and that I wasn't getting spanked at all, just because I guess he has more of, like, a, a submissive personality um. in real life, which is funny, because they don't know me, and how I like to pretend to be dominant, but really I'm also, like, super submissive when the table gets turned. <laughs> so they just assumed that he was the one getting all of them. But anyway, he decided to to send them a little present of of me spanking him. So we shot it on his phone, you know, we'd like we set up a a tiny little movie studio. We you know, we balanced the phone on like a piece of furniture so it would get a shot of the bed and yep, I gave him a spanking on that. And then afterwards I was like, you know, I sort of want a video of me getting spanked. So, you know, we switched places. And for this one, like I set up a little story, because I'm a giant ham, like, I started out, like, you know, like, reading a book on the bed, you know, like, or pretending to read it, you know, like, he came and, and ambushed me and pulled my pants yeah. down, and I got to, like, act it all into it, but one thing I did discover, though, while reviewing the footage later on, was that the type of spanking bottoms that I like to see in videos, like, really vocal, really, like, um struggling, sort of, uh, like, protesting, yeah, that sort of guy, I'm one of them. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did, like, I did all these things that I was like, oh, like, the type of spanking bottom that I like to watch is what I do when I get spanked. So it seems, like, silly that I wasn't totally aware of that already, but now it's, like, it's really hit home. I'm just like, yeah, it's, like, the type of guy who I like to see getting spanked, I am that, pri- that type of person. So that's, that's just well, amusing yeah. to me. It's that like, kinda... you know, like, like, see the change that you want to see in the world sort of thing, <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, well, remember <laughs> we talked, you know, the last podcast about, about spanking fantasies that appeal to bottoms, and that is because you want to put yourself in the place of that bottom. Yes. And in this case, you know, I didn't have to put myself in that place, just I was <laughs> in that place. But you know what I mean. Yeah. So so what you've learned is that you're a whiny, squirmy, bratty bottom. Uh, According, yeah, yeah, I am. I'll just, I'll just it. <laughs> I was trying to protest and be like, no, but yeah, it's it's pretty plain. Well, you but, protest when the scene happens, but it's important to you know embrace that, embrace who you are if you, if oh, you want to yeah. be. Oh yeah. And it's it's a lot of fun to you know for me at least to be able to do that. And like, I mean, any guy who knows me for like more than five minutes is generally <laughs> able to like. To, to pin me like that, it's like, yeah, you're saying that you hate this, but you very clearly do not. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking like online interaction or just any interaction in general. But yeah, so that was fun. I was I was sad when he left, and I hope that we get to do something similar soon. But you, Scott, 
Yes. You also had an adventure. Yes. After this party of yours. So let's talk about that. So after the party, you and the top, who you had such yeah. good chemistry with, um, you ended up messaging each other quite a bit after that. Yeah, a, eventually. A, eh. Yeah, yeah, eventually. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what happened is, is <laughs> so how'd that go? Um, life went on as usual. Um, I actually went out to dinner with my buddies, and he wasn't he wasn't there. He was he was with his his buddy who was hosting him on his visit. And so then um, after I got home, and you know my butt was still sore. It was. Uh, it was I yeah, saw the was, picture. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. I took a picture for you. Because uh, he was demanding. By the way, he was. Brian was demanding we were out to dinner, and he's like, "I want to see your butt." And I'm like, "We're out to dinner." It's like, I was like, "Yeah, I was like, go to the bathroom, take a picture of your butt." Like, what is the problem here? <laughs> you were all like being all like ladylike, and you're like, "Oh no, I couldn't." I'm just like, "What?" The-? <laughs> I was like, "What if the marks fade before we can take a picture?" This and part of it important. was important. Part of it was wanted to taunt you over it, yeah, and I know. so I got back. I got back. I took picture. Sure. And by the way, let me just say, um, Scott likes to say that he doesn't have a spankable butt. Um, this is not true. <laughs> he he is lying. His butt is very, very spankable. And I, I just want to say that publicly in front of everybody. I you can't even deny it. Don't even try to deny it. I you, don't. <laughs> no, no denying. Okay, fine. All right. <laughs> All right, so it's so, round. It used to be rounder. I should mention I, I've recently <laughs> I've went through a process of losing a lot of weight and on on purpose to to get healthier and and some of that weight was lost in my butt and I'm actually kind of disappointed about that. But anyway, oh, anyway, we mourn the loss of the big butt. We lost the big butt. Um, <laughs> so uh, I got home. And uh, we started communicating again on recon, and then on spake this hookups, and it, it, it went in an interesting place. You know, I wanted to get to know him better, and mm-hmm. the interesting thing was very that what became very apparent is we both recognized the chemistry that happened, and that's really nice when that happens, isn't it? It's like, oh, yeah. it wasn't just in my head; it was <laughs> right. Cause he both did, of us felt that. Okay, good. He said. He said he literally, and you're, you're making fun of this. And you know, I said, uh, you know, I said, I, 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 because I'm neurotic about my butt. I was like, I hope you enjoyed spanking me. And he's like, Oh yes, I loved it. It's like, Oh well, I, I, I really, t- in order for me to be a bottom, because I have that sort of bully fantasy, uh-huh. I have to know that the top is really enjoying the spanking itself. That he's enjoying making me suffer. That he's enjoying the sound, you know, all of that. And right. it's not about foreplay for sex. It's not about punishing me for being bad or any of those things. I have to know that he's spanking me because he likes spanking me. Because of, like, like in a sadism sort of way? Yeah, very or... simple. Yeah, it's very, right. very simple sadistic urges that are okay, right. that's not really tied to a sense of justice or punishment or, you know, something like that. No, just inflicting pain because it's enjoyable to yeah. do so, and to, yeah, I, I understand that completely. Yes, and so, you know, and he said, oh, yes, yeah, and, and we talked about the fact that he's not in, uh, into any particular fantasies, he, and my response was, like, I, I like to be, I don't really have, I have, well, my fantasies are such that I, I want to be in a situation where the top 
that I have a good connection with is the one who's deciding when I get spanked and, and how intense it is and all that. And the control is his, but it's not a master slave kind of thing. And he's like, yeah, that's me. And like, <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like, Oh, well that's exactly what drew me. You know, that's what it's I, so I, great when that happens though. It's like, you both like the same sort of stuff. And then he said, Sorry. well, you do have a very spankable butt. Uh-huh. So See, I'm not the only one who thinks so. Literally came up again. And so I just like – and then I was like, all right, let's just go with this. And I said, do you want to get your hands on it again? Ooh, that's a good line. Yeah, and so he said, <laughs> yes. And so we just kind of worked things out, and I ended up going on Labor Day. Um, this was Monday. you know, So two days after the party, I had Labor Day off from work because of the holiday. I went and spent the entire. I went to see him at, at his friend's at his friend's place. I uh, spent the entire afternoon and evening with him, you know, oh. hanging out. We went to. We were both into video games. We were both into comic books. We were both into. We had a lot of similar interests. It's all very important, you know, all really useful for establishing that chemistry, like you had with your buddy uh, Bunny. Right. Yeah, cause with me, it's funny. It's like, you know, we already had all of that. So yeah. then, like, once we were, like, together physically, it's like we just sort of built off that. And I got to explore, like, you know, like, the spanking play in addition to, like, the conversations we'd already have. Yeah. So whereas with you and your guy, it's sort of, like, the opposite. You established the spanking stuff first, and then you also discovered, oh, we like all this yeah. kinky stuff as well. So that makes it even more awesome. And then we went back to, you know, the place where he was staying, and he was, you know, and this was, this was, let's see here, that was, this was about five hours of time we spent with each other. No, no, no spanking then. We were just getting to know each other. Mm, but you knew it was coming the whole time. Oh, yes. Yeah, because actually the funny uh, thing was, like, it was supposed to be first, and then we ended up having to delay it. So... <laughs> So did the anticipation, like... The anticipation. So he's like, all right, let's yeah. go back. And so he was very, he was actually very enthusiastic and excited and, and smiling about it, which was, of course, a real turn on. Mm. So he brought me back into the room and he had already set up, uh, like, like, like you would, like you described, he had on, on the bed, he had a whole bunch of paddles and a uh -huh. couple of straps ready. It's all ready for you. So there was no discussion after that. There was no no need for discussion. Nope. There Just was set your pants down. There was no scheduling safe words. No, you know. So he he said he had me lay down. I lay down on my stomach on the bed, and we just went to work. And I got my ass busted. Like like how how busted? Like really busted? On a scale I, of one to ten. Um, I've only had one that was harder. Wow. And that one brought me to tears. And that one I had trouble walking afterwards. <laughs> this, this was a hard, a good hard spanking that you got. It was a spanking. There were several different paddles. There was a Jukari paddle. It wasn't mine, actually, but it was... It was and I, I love Jukari paddles, top and the bottom. Yeah. And I know what they do. They're they are not lightweight paddles. There was a Lexan polycarbonate plastic paddle. Hmm. I need one of those. Yeah, those are the ones you use to make someone cry. Um, there was an authentic frat paddle. Uh, there, there, he used his Texas school paddle on there. There were a couple of others. There were a couple of straps. He used it all on me. And there were points where he was holding me down. There were uh -huh. points where he put, um, where he had, I, he grabbed my hand behind my back. Nice. All the little things, right? <laughs> he took charge, and I was able to let go and let it happen. Um, and, and, and that's important for you because you yes. normally can't do that. 
Yeah, I, I did. I was. I, I didn't say stop. There were a few times where I think I growled no, um, which he he didn't accept that. Which you know, because we we had established kind of this rapport, right. and he really really pushed my limits. So. Whereas I'm like the bratty bottom who likes to say, no, stop, you can't do this, oh, I'm going to debt you for this, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You're not that. You're like, no. you're more of like a, a butch bottom where you just yeah. like growl and... No, I keep... like to, yeah. I, I, I want to be in a situation where I'm actually struggling, much like the bratty bottom, and, and, and but it doesn't stop. But I, I don't have oh. that, the you're mean... You know, the, the whiny, I don't have, instead I start, yeah, I, I growl, I, my voice gets deep, and I'm like, and eventually, you know, my, my voice will tick up, and I did get close to crying, I didn't get there. I probably would have made him stop this time before doing that, because I'm still, you know, I am so out of practice. Yeah. But I did realize that I wanted it um, after, it was, it was the, the, the way that I describe a perfect spanking scenario as a bottom, is that you're not left wanting more but you're left wishing that you could have taken more oh yeah oh i like that yeah so, so that's how i felt about it and so afterwards and i'm like you you end up having this sort of high this sort of like uh, all the endorphins like, yeah the endorphins all kick in and it lasted for for days the the mm -hmm. and it it awakened it awakened my hibernating bottom is is what happened is now see as as someone who really likes role reversal let me just also say i am just i'm pretty much loving this <laughs> and just imagining you like you know like the top and you like find the guy who like he finally submit to and just i'm i feel like i'm writing a romance novel just talking about it <laughs> well here's what happened and maybe this will eventually lure you out to an la moonburn party Mm -hmm. I've, I've made it very clear to him that every time he – and he's going to be coming out here. He comes out here, I guess, like every six months or so. And I told him, and I'm going to make it very clear to him, uh, in, and if there's going to be actually a symbolic component to this, um, that whenever he comes to Moonburn, I will bottom for him. Wow. And we can do that dynamic again, and we can even, since you know I'm friends of friends, we can even do that second session. Because I don't think I'll be able to, I still don't think I can bottom as much as I want to at the party, because there's so much there going on. And there are people who there who want to be spanked by me, you yeah. know, and so there's this and place. Would it, would it, like, ruin it for them if they saw you getting spanked first, or stay with, like, this image of, like, you know, the un, untoppable top or... Something. Yeah, there are some guys who don't like to bottom for switches. They want to bottom for tops. Here, I don't think the right. I don't think that any of those are, are in my circle of, of guys that I spank. There are some guys who are who are like that though, who only want to be spanked by people who are tops the whole time. Right. So, um, yeah. So every time he comes, I'm going to get spanked by him, or pad well paddled by him. Going to get your ass beat by him. I am going to get blistered. Mm. And I'm sure eventually we're going to reach the point is, is this keeps up is that he will make me cry. And again, it'll probably be in a private session, not at Moonburn, because I, I don't think I can like, go like that there. Because uh, I'm an ugly crier. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get all snotty? Yes. Oh. 
Yeah. So, um, and he, oh, and one of the things he said when we talk about, you know, why I like that he's sadistic, he likes making guys cry. <laughs> and that was just the perfect thing to say. So, yeah, for you it is. Yeah. <laughs> just that's and, what you, like. you know, and of course, not, and, but he also acknowledged that it doesn't happen every time. So he has a realistic sense of being a top. So he's right. not going to just. He's not just going to start beating me, and then he'll be able to tell whether he'll be able to tell whether or not crying is maybe something that's on the menu, and, and he'll he'll be able to know how to react to that. I think. Yeah, does he? He has experience like that. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah, so that's what happened. He is back home, um, and I don't want to talk about too much. There's there's something that's going to happen. Um, I want to keep it a surprise for now. Uh, and until and, and it's a something I'm doing and that I'm going to let him know about. Once I let him know about, it, I could bring it up in a future podcast of, of something that I've done to sort of establish the nature of this relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think I know what it is, but yes, we will. Yes, the, the spanky nature of this relationship. Yes. And he's going to be sitting here wondering uh, what it is, uh, but I'm, I'm sure I'll, I'll be able to share it in the next podcast. But with that, I think. I think we have actually spent a lot of time talking about this, and I think it's actually time to wrap up. I think so too. Thank you, everyone, for listening to us being super self-indulgent and just talking about ourselves for an entire episode. But we both had an interesting week, and we felt the need to talk about it. So, for the next episode, we're going to discuss spanking as part of your sexuality, and I'm thinking of like there's three ways to kind of manifest what is spanking as foreplay. Spanking right. as kink, where you kind of more make it part of your sex life, and then spanking as a fetish, where it's more important than sex. So we'll be talking about those three areas in, in the <laughs> real world and, and, and what to be looking for when you're trying to map out relationships. We'll be talking about uh, spanking in art, which was we were going to talk about this time, and spanking art, uh-huh. spanking comics, and why there needs to be more of them. And then we'll talk about spanking in wrestling and why there needs to be more of that. Yes, and this time we mean it. We're really going to talk about it. We swear. Yeah. Unless something happens. <laughs> and so with that, this is uh, once again. My name is Red SPK Scott. You can find me on Tumblr. You can find me on Spank This Hookups. You can find me on Recon. Come say hi. Come uh, follow me on any of those places. Send me messages. Send us questions. Indeed, and I am. Let's see, I'm, I'm Super Goblin on Tumblr, and I am Croup on Spank This Hookups, um, on Scruff, on Recon. Same deal as Scott, you can send questions to me, you can, you know, just say hi, I'll say hi back. And thanks again, guys, for listening, and like we said, we're not sure about the schedule, um, it's, it won't be two a week, but definitely... Less than a month from now, there will be another new episode to listen to, and we hope you enjoy it. So thanks a lot.